Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. Hey everyone, welcome to Board Games FM. I'm Jeremiah. I know I've been missing a few days here, so glad to catch up with everybody. Welcome to Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. We're all going to get down because it's Friday. Thank you, Rebecca Black. But it's also What Will You Play Friday. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about games we're planning on playing this weekend. But of course, it's not just as much fun if it's only us who are talking about these things. So by all means, if you're on Anchor, use that voice message feature. Tell us what you're playing this weekend. We'd love to hear from you. But before we get to the rest of this show, I really want to point out a couple things going on over on TheologyofGames.com. If you hit up TheologyofGames.com, you'll find uh, we have been posting some updates to our Indiegogo campaign, including a really sweet contest. AJ mentioned it last episode. Let me make sure I give you all the rules straight up so you know how it works. This is a referral contest. It's one of the really only ways you're allowed to kind of give do a contest through Indiegogo. And how you do it is, is you have to be a backer. Unfortunately, to be able to track things properly, you, you'll need to get you be a backer so that we have your address, your information that we can send you the prizes to. But all you have to do is back for $1. You put in a dollar in the pot and you're in the contest. But here's how you win the contest. It's a referral contest, which means once you become a backer, you can go to our, the, the campaign page, click one of the share links there. There's a button that says link, or there's like social links, things like that. And it'll generate your unique sharing code. All right. So every time you click that link, you're the only one that gets the code that pops up in the window. So it'll say like, Indiegogo.com slash TOG Origins slash some random number. That random number is what is unique to you. Share that link. Go out there, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter, put it on Facebook, email it, text message it, however you want to share it, share the link. When your friends and family click on that link and then become backers, the money that they they back us with becomes your running total. We run it keeps a running tally for us. We really like all the hard work is done by Indiegogo for us. And at the end of the campaign, we take a look and we say, "Oh, you so and so, whoever is listening right now and doing this, you got the most referrals for us and the most money turned in by those referrals. You win first prize. First prize is amazing. It's a copy of Charterstone. It's a copy of Space Base. It's a copy of Azul. And Cosmos and Tams just threw in a copy of the game Drop It, which you can't even get yet. First place is pretty awesome. Second place is pretty awesome. And third place is pretty awesome too. You're at least getting three games on each of those prize positions. So what do you got to do? You got to spend $1 and you got to share a link. That's all it is. And we would super duper be appreciative of that. 
You're helping us out. You're helping us. We're going to Origins. We're spending a lot of money on our own to do this, but we're hoping that you'll help us out so that we can give you amazing and awesome coverage from the convention floor in our booth. We've got a booth there. So I'm going to get out of here for this intro. We've got cool stuff coming at you for today. Thanks again for tuning in to Board Games FM. We really appreciate it. Hang tight. We've got stuff that is cool coming right about now. more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. And today, I'm going to talk about what I played on my game night, which is on Tuesday nights. And this week, we brought out an old standby. If you were listening, I don't know, a week or two ago, we talked about some of our underrated games. And the first one that sprang to mind for me was a game called In the Shadow of the Emperor. And this is a game that is 14 years old, I found out this week. I can't believe it's that old. But um, So I talked about that on one of the earlier podcasts, and... So then on game night, I was like, I want to play that game because we haven't played it in years. And so we brought it and played it. And it's a four player only game. In my opinion, it says three to four, but don't believe it. It's just four, but it's great with four. And the only downside for it, there are two downsides. It is long. Even when you think like you, every, every single game I play this. And after the first round, I'm like, oh, there's only four more like that. This is going to go super fast. It does not go super fast. It always takes a long time, no matter what you think at the beginning. Second, and this is the worst thing, it doesn't have a tiebreaker. And I've hated that for years. And then guess what happened on Tuesday? There was a three-way tie for first and there's no tiebreaker. It's so frustrating. Make a tiebreaker. And you try and come up with ones that work, but I'm not the designer and I shouldn't be coming up with this. Like there's no way that in playtesting it didn't come up with ties all the time. Anyway. That's not what I'm going to talk about, because it was fun, and you should try and track down a copy of it. But what I played was, well, a friend of mine that night said, hey, there's this roll and write game that's like Age of Steam, the dice game, and it's roll and write. And I thought, oh, that sounds kind of cool. And then a friend of ours just came back from the gathering of friends, and in his tub is Steamrollers, the very game we were talking about. So we broke that out, played a four-player game of Steamrollers. There are a lot of different... Oh, expansions or modules, I guess you'd call them in there. We just played kind of the basic game with none of the frills or extras. We just kind of wanted to get our feet wet with it. And it's a roll and write game, which is like if you played Quicks or if you've played Rolling America or anything like that, which is basically everyone has their own pad of paper generally, and you roll, somebody rolls, and the people use those dice in different ways on their pad to, um, you know, for some gain to get victory points. In this one... There, everyone has their own pad, but there's also kind of this central board with goods on it, just like Age of Steam. And the, the sections are divided into six different colors, and each one of those is associated with a die face. And so on your turn, some like one person will roll uh, dice. There are um, white dice equal to the number of players plus one. And then there's a black die that has different um, track sections on it. There's... Um, there's a straight track, a kind of a curved track, 
and then a sharp curve track. And if you've ever seen Age of Steam or any train game like that, you understand what I'm saying there. And each side of that die has two different kinds of track on it. I'll explain that in a second. So they roll all these dice, and then starting with the first player, they take one of those dice and they do something with it, one of four actions, and then each person, the next person takes one, the next person, there'll be one left over. So on your turn, you can draw track. So basically, you take one of the dice and you draw a section of track in the section on your board that corresponds to that die number slash color. And um, you have to use one of the two tracks that's on the black die that was rolled. So you're trying to create a network, but you might be like, oh, I really need a straight and a straight didn't get rolled. Oh, it's so frustrating. So then you have to figure out something else to do. Another thing you can do is upgrade your locomotive. At the beginning of the game, you can't deliver anywhere, but you have six slots that you can upgrade your locomotive. And those six slots correspond to the sides of the dice. So you can take a two and upgrade the, the number two slot on your, on your locomotive and eventually get up to being able to deliver to six cities for six points. So you can do that. Next thing you can do is deliver uh, a good. So you have to have a network and you have to have the ability on your locomotive to do it. And then you take the die that matches the city it's coming from, the good is coming from, and you deliver it to the color of the city it's going to. And so um, it's kind of a race because people are kind of balancing, I need to build up my network, but as I'm doing that, other people are doing little one and two deliveries. You're like, I'm going to get to six and, and have this huge, this is what happened to me. I was getting to six. I had this great network going. In the meantime, people are delivering these goods out from under me, two, two, three. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get six and six, but then they were gone. So it's super, it's this balance where you're like, should I get small points now or go for bigger ones later? And um, I ended up losing. So, um, oh yeah, one other thing you can do with the dice. There are these special tiles that let you kind of break the game. And you can take one of those that corresponds to the die and do something with it on your next turn. So, anyway, it is a fun game. I really liked it. It's been out in Germany for a couple years, but Stronghold Games is bringing it to the States. And you can pre-order it from them right now. I liked it, and we didn't even play with any of the modules or expansions, but if you like roll and write games at all, this is a super fun one, and it really is like Age of Steam the Dice Game. Plays in maybe an hour. I really liked it. So check out Steamrollers from Stronghold Games if you like train games, Age of Steam, roll and writes, dice games, whatever. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our Indiegogo campaign that's going on right now. You can win a bunch of cool games just for telling your friends about this campaign and helping us get to Origins and bring you all the latest news, reviews, and whatever else from Origins. It'll be great. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey guys, Jeremiah back here. So yes, while Scott's talking about what he did play this week, we're also talking about what we will play this weekend. And I got to be honest with you, I'm not sure how much gaming I'm going to get in. Got a busy weekend of shows coming up here. Lots of work going on. I've been feverishly working on our Indiegogo campaign. But here's what I hope to play. We got a, a prototype of a trick-taking game sent to us here at Theology of Games, and I'm looking at it right now. I'm not even sure it has a completed name. Uh, let's see what the sheet says. It's like 
Ninja Star Games sent it to us. I, I don't know. I've, I've got a pack of cards and some tokens on a punch board. And I got to figure out how to play it. So that'll hopefully get on the table soon. But the exciting thing that I'm really excited about is I got all of the expansions for Valeria Card Kingdoms in the mail this week. I am so pumped about this. We, um, we reviewed Valeria Card Kingdoms. Actually, if you go to theologyofgames.com, we've done a written review of it. I also did a review of it on uh, That's How I Roll, which is another podcast brought to you by Theology of Games. And I love Valeria Card Kingdoms. It is a engine building, tableau building, dice rolling, great, great game from Daily Magic Games. It's one of my favorite games that came out in the last couple of years. I really, really love it so much. And we wrote uh, David over there and said, hey, we, by the way, we love Valeria. Thanks for that. But we would love to check out these expansions. There's five smaller expansions that came out that have like, like less than 10 cards and a couple things, but they add different things to the game. Like there's one that's like a... It's like a guardian, like a monster guardian card. Um, there's a king's guard. There's an undead samurai. There's agents. There's uh, one of them. I think has events in it. There's like event cards that happen now when you add that in. And then there's one bigger expansion. It's called Flames and Frost, and it actually has 48 citizen cards in it and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so it's almost, you could almost swap out an entire set of cards in a game with it. I'm looking forward to getting these on the table. I hope uh, I'll be able to play them this weekend. If not, they're coming soon and we'll be bringing you uh, our thoughts, of course, here on Board Games FM and everywhere that we do things with Theology of Games. So those are my two hopes for this weekend. Like I said, it might not work out. We'll see. But um be looking for our thoughts on those very, very soon. And that's all I've got for this week on what will you play Friday? What will you play? Use that voice message feature. Tell us here on board games FM or Hey, tweet at us, go over to the Twitter machine. You can tweet at us at theology of games or at board games daily. How about that? Boom. We've got both of those accounts rocking and rolling and we'll be glad to hear what you're doing this weekend on the gaming table. All right. I'm out of here for now. Stay tuned for more here on board games FM. Peace. Thanks for joining us today. Board games FM is powered by theologyofgames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyOfGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table. <laughs>